This is an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, October 3rd, 2015. This week in security news, starting first with domestic terrorism. On Thursday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via text messages to their mobile devices regarding an active shooter situation at Umqua Community College in Roseburg, Oregon. At least 10 people were killed and many more injured in an attack by a lone gunman identified as 26-year-old Chris Harper Mercer, who was killed in an exchange of gunfire with police. At the time of this report's preparation on Friday, scant information is being released about the shooter beyond his name, in part because of a potential nexus to terrorism. To begin, eyewitness accounts indicate that after the gunman shot a professor, students trapped in a classroom were asked one by one to stand up after which they were posed just one question, are you a Christian? If they answered yes, they were shot in the head. If they answered no or did not respond, they were shot in the legs. Further, the suspect's MySpace page contains direct connections to others who themselves showered praise on Mujahideen fighting in Iraq, Afghanistan, and elsewhere. Additionally, another interesting aspect of the story not yet widely reported that has investigators scratching their chins is the fact that this small community college in Roseburg, Oregon, happens to be the school being attended by one of the U.S. soldiers responsible for the takedown of a shooter in last month's terror incident on a high-speed train traveling between Amsterdam and Paris. Had that soldier not been out of town in rehearsals for a television show, he would have likely been on campus the day of the attack. Further, as Alert USA Threat Journal has reported on multiple occasions over the past several months, the incident comes on the heels of repeated calls by the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda for supporters to carry out lone wolf attacks. Such calls have come in the form of audio and video messages posted to the Internet, as well as via different terror organizations' quarterly publications such as Inspire and Dabiq. You can find more on this story in this week's issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you're not already a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free and will remain that way. Shifting next to the Middle East, on Wednesday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via text messages to their mobile devices regarding the launch of Russian combat sorties in Syria. Operating out of a base established in the last several weeks near the coastal city of Latakia, about 50 miles south of the Turkish border, Russian fighters have been pounding positions held by U.S.-backed fighters attempting to collapse the government of Syrian President Bashir Assad. According to Russian President Vladimir Putin's spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, the main task is to fight terrorism and to support the legitimate government of Syria in the fight against terrorism and extremism. This is the first time Russia has deployed combat forces to the Middle East in over three decades and was done so at the specific request of the Syrian president. It is being reported that only one hour before the airstrikes began, a three-star Russian general entered the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, Iraq, where he informed the military attaché of Russia's intent to launch combat operations and, actually using the word please, warned of the need for U.S. forces to clear Syrian airspace. It is reported that U.S. officials said they would not alter their plans. Since Wednesday, the tempo of Russian sorties has increased, with those attacks initially focused on U.S.-backed ground forces presenting the gravest threat to Assad regime territory. Additionally, Reuters is reporting that hundreds of Iranian troops have arrived in Syria and will soon join government forces and Lebanese Hezbollah in a major ground offensive backed by Russian airstrikes. This is an extremely dangerous situation brewing with U.S. and Russian aircraft operating in the same airspace, but with similar and opposing objectives. 
Late this week, there were also reports that the Obama administration is now considering options for using force to protect U.S.-backed rebels coming under Russian attack. At this point, Alert USA must remind listeners of several key facts about this conflict. It should be remembered that U.S. involvement in Syria did not begin with the rise of the Islamic State. The Obama administration has us involved in this conflict because of a desire to collapse the government of Bashir Assad. If you think back to 2013, Alert USA Threat Journal regularly reported on the buildup of thousands of U.S. ground troops as well as fighter aircraft in Jordan and Turkey preparing for an invasion following questionable accusations by the Obama administration about Syria's use of chemical weapons. You may also recall the concurrent buildup of more than a dozen Russian and Chinese warships in the eastern Mediterranean, with both countries directly threatening military action against Western nations attempting to become involved in the Syrian conflict. This led to President Obama backing down at the last minute, the diplomatic effort leading to the destruction of Syria's chemical weapons, followed by more than two years of convoluted Obama administration policies spending billions backing different, supposedly moderate, rubble groups in an attempt to bring down the Assad government, only to have them repeatedly bail out and head to Iraq to join what has now become the Islamic State, or to become allied with al-Qaeda. When you peel back just one more layer, U.S. interests in Syria have very little to do with the supposed brutality of the Assad regime. In the end, it comes down to geopolitics and the routing and control of new oil and gas pipelines that would carry product from fields across the region and into Europe. And so here we are. Russia and Iran are making good on their commitment of support for the Syrian government. There are also reports that Chinese military personnel and aerial assets are scheduled to arrive in Syria in the coming weeks. Their efforts are not only in support of the Assad regime, but also out of their own security interests as both Russia and China have sizable Muslim populations. Like the U.S., there's no desire to have seasoned Islamists returning to stir up trouble. Confused? We break all this down in more detail in this week's issue of the Threat Journal Newsletter. In travel security news, in addition to a standing U.S. government-issued worldwide caution, there are currently 43 additional alerts and warnings in effect for individual countries around the world specifically identified as posing significant risks for U.S. citizens. If you are planning travel abroad, even to such common locations as the Caribbean, Mexico, or Europe, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website for safety and security information about your destination. We also recommend checking out the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats and assessments may vary. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal National Situation Update for the week ending Saturday, October 3rd, 2015.